everybody to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. Thank you all so much for being here today. There's something that I want to say I'm very thankful for right now, Beth. Oh, okay. I'm very thankful that we don't have a live studio audience. Why is that, Christy? Because what did you say to me when you first got here? You said, I said, you look good. (laughs) And if anybody knows me and knows mine and Christy's relationship, when I say it like that, it's not really meant as a compliment. She meant the exact opposite of that because, you know, most days I try to look presentable and pretty. (laughs) Today I wasn't feeling it. I just wanted to be comfortable. So I have on a really, really big t-shirt and a pair of super comfortable just that they're really like pajama pants yeah they're not cute but they're <laughs> i mean i'm assuming they're very comfortable these used to actually be our mammals well why did it make me feel like trash no no no, not to make you feel bad but they're so comfortable and and so soft and then every mm-hmm. time i put them on i do like the fact that it makes me think about her and i'm like she would be happy that i was wearing Drive, her little pajama at home ain't you <laughs> mammal beth thinks your pants are ugly <laughs> Uh, no comfortable is a good thing it is to be comfortable you know and some oh. days some days you just want you just want the most amount of comfort that you can get and today was just one of those days so mm-hmm. so yeah i'm thankful that people can't see me right now <laughs> even though i really should since this is life authentic i really should post a picture of myself and post it at it's some point not, look, <laughs> it's not bad i was just teasing you your shirt's actually really cute i mean it is huge but it's really cute it, it is but comfy. I'm, I'm getting huger these days so you know what does it say the more the more it comfort says, it's already yours yeah signed universe oh yeah. that's cute i was yeah. just looking at the colors the colors are really cute but i like what it says too thank you it's it's large sized and comfortable yeah so well, um, since you had to say what you're grateful for, I'm grateful that I didn't just die in my driveway. And this is not anybody that heard the last episode. This is not because I think somebody's killing people at the top of my driveway. <laughs> I mean, my driveway's cursed. I was eating a piece of beef jerky coming down my driveway. And I don't know if you've ever choked like this before, but it just went into the wrong place. I knew when you got here, you were still kind of choking, like you had gotten over the worst of it, but you were still having a hard time. And I'm like, what is going on with you? Mm -hmm. I told you it got hung in my throat socket. That's not a (laughs) thing. You said, I think it injured my throat sockets. (laughs) I'm like, your throat sockets? I don't know what what they're called. That sounded good. (laughs) But you know, nothing in all seriousness, nothing can make you grateful. As fast as when you can't breathe and then you regain the ability to breathe. Yeah, that's scary. It was really like I got halfway. I stopped like I put my Jeep in park and had to like, I, like I had that moment where I was like, nobody's around. I'm down a piece of I can't turkey. breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, um, I, I was able to drink some water and still, I mean, I wasn't fully recovered by the time I got here, but. That's super scary though. God, what is it with my driveway? I'm not really sure. We need to do an investigation. <laughs> anyway, I did not. And I'll be a okay. lot careful, a lot more caref- careful when I and am eating beef jerky by you myself. Should, um, you should definitely make an appointment to get your throat sockets checked out to, to make sure so that you didn't cause permanent damage with the beef jerky. <laughs> I feel better now. So. <laughs> it's a good week. I've been having a good week. How's your week been? It's been really good. It's been really good. Can't can't complain. Well, you know, I, I think people can always complain, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. So that's a choice that you can make. And really, I don't have anything to complain about. It's been 
it's been a great week so yeah I've I've been really 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 busy I don't know if it's my lack of, of managing my time right but I have really felt like I haven't had enough hours like I was doing something um for the blog at like seven thirty yesterday yeah. and I mean that's late for me because I usually try to cut off you know anything like that at a certain time right and it's just because I didn't feel I haven't felt like I've um had enough hours in the day it's just one of yeah. those kind of weeks it's not really a complaint like I've I've had a great week and yeah and I'm I'm happy to be busy but right it's just been one of those kind of weeks for me well that sounds like me a couple of days ago I was um up at like I, I got I got I got up at like 3 30 Ooh, and I'm like, I, I mean, yeah, I didn't want to get up, but I knew I couldn't go back to sleep. So I just got up, drank some water, got me a cup of coffee and I had some work to do. So at like four o'clock in the morning, I was on my computer, like typing up this form I had to send into a bank and, and yeah, it was crazy. But, um, that day I had so much to do speaking of being busy mm-hmm. that by the time I got home, I was like, Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I just want to lay down, put my feet up. Nobody look at me. <laughs> you know? Solitude. Yeah. 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 It, it's good. to It's good to be busy, though, especially if you're doing good things. So, yeah. And, you yeah. know, I've been working on a lot of stuff, um, you know, for the podcast and for the blog. And we talked about we're getting uh, our hats in soon. Yay. We've got some great guests uh, coming up. Speaking of guests, I got to see George this morning at the gym. It's always a good day when we get to see George. He's the best. He is just and the he's best. Gonna, he's going to be on... Um, he's going to be on soon and um yeah and so i've been working on you know the the hat order they'll they'll be in in october uh sometimes but i i failed miserably i guess because my five-year-old informed me i said something at the house about swag because that's what i called it yeah and he informed me that you don't call it swag i guess that's i'm old it's merch now oh yeah yeah so i mentioned that to phoenix the other day i was picking him up from ben practice okay and i said oh we finally got our swag ordered and he went <laughs> swag and i was Doesn't like that make you feel so old that's what, what they call that's what swag. they call He's it like, in our generation or called it i don't know well he didn't really Are say it old? was he didn't really like say it was inappropriate or, or that it had passed he said it's he just, just it's just funny to hear you say swag and i'm like shut up <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just I a sarcastic teenager. When my five-year-old <laughs> said, "It's what are you swag? It's merch," because <laughs> he he didn't understand what I was saying, and I said, "You know, like hats and stuff." And like, and he said, "You mean merch?" And I was like, "You don't know anything I about think, life." Yeah, I do think <laughs> I do think merch is the uh, I guess merchandise. It's short for yeah, merchandise. Yeah, you know how it's uncool to say a whole word. Yeah, you know, for sure. you have to just shorten it and or either reverse it or do something weird to yeah. it, like sus, yeah, or or make initials mm-hmm. or no, that's not initials. A picture's that's a pick. Yeah, suspicious. Is it sus? Is it is sus? Suspicious. Means suspicious, right? They're suspect or they're suspicious. Right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that got started in that game Among Us, which I've never played. Mm-mm, I haven't. But um, yeah. Oh, I do know the rules of the game, though. You're supposed to find out who is the yeah, suspicious actually, one. So, yeah, I just, yeah, that I makes just, sense. There's like a mole. Of. There's like a mole in the game. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, a friend of mine who is in his 60s just explained this game to me really? yesterday. Yeah, I really didn't even know. And he's like, it's actually fun. And he was explaining that you have to find somebody like the mole in the crowd or mm-hmm. whatever. And you play, I guess, with 
your friends or, and or other people. Oh, yeah, that online. does kind of so sound fun. It kind of sounds like Mafia. Remember, we used oh, to play yeah, Mafia a lot? Yeah. It's kind of the same mm-hmm. same kind of thing, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'm, um, I guess I'm, I'm failing at being cool, and I don't even realize it. Like <laughs> Beth, I think you're always cool. Thanks, you're a little Christy. ditzy sometimes, but you're always cool. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yeah, I am ditzy sometimes. You know, as much as I like you're, to learn, I can be a real a real dip sometimes. You're extremely intelligent, but every once but, in a while, yeah, you'll but just you can yeah, still be, be smart ditzy. and be a ditz. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is. Sometimes I do, just I space out and I don't, I don't get it sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We still love you. <laughs> so speaking of failure, since yes. I failed to be cool, yes, let's talk about failure today. Oh, do we have to? Hmm. <laughs> I'm a pro at this. What do y'all want to know about how to fail at? You want to know about how to fail at a marriage, how to fail at looking cute in front of a boy, how to fail apparently at saying cool words. I mean, I've done yeah, all of those things. I, I'm really just kidding because failure is actually a great thing to talk about. I actually like talking about it because um, it's a really good way to look back and see the ways that you've grown and also mm-hmm. to look at things that are maybe a perceived failure but then look at mm. how that really they turned out not to be a failure because they changed maybe the course of your life and sent you in a totally different direction that made your life so much better and if you wouldn't have had that failure then you never would have gotten to the place that you got to you know so yeah. it's really sometimes a like a blessing in disguise I think well and to fail means you've tried something right exactly I would much rather be the person that fails all the time right because I keep trying than to never fail yeah you know I didn't sit back and say well I'm not going to do that because what if I fail well and and I always firmly believe that you're if you keep trying even if you fail over and over you're eventually going to succeed mm-hmm. so I agree like it's, it's much worse to have never tried anything to, than to try and fail, I think. Yeah. And I mean, we, I was joking in the beginning, but all of those things I really have failed at. And um, it, we, we have failed together at things. We have. I think we should talk about our failures since we're going to be talking about failure because, um, I mean... Yeah, we've had them a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, we have. Well, like you said, um, I, I definitely had a failed marriage. Um, and anybody who's ever had a failed marriage, you know what all that entails. That can be um, kind of traumatic and, and takes a while to get through. Even if it's something you really want, um, you know, or, or that's the best thing. It could still really hard thing. Um, or if, it, and if it's something you don't want, then it makes it even harder, I think, a lot of times. So, um But, you know, again, like I wouldn't trade that because it taught me so much and I wouldn't be in the current relationship that I'm in, which I'm so incredibly happy. And, um, you know, sometimes failure is a good thing. Well, they even call it a failed marriage. I think that's kind of I mean, I don't know that I always agree that if a marriage ends, that it is a failure so going along with you with what you said sometimes what seems like a failure is a good thing mm-hmm. because think about yes it ended yeah 
it ended, but did it fail because you have two wonderful, smart, beautiful kids out of that? Exactly. You learned so much to right. carry into the next relationship of how to have a happy one, no mm-hmm. doubt. And that's a really good way to look at it. However, I think it's very important to realize that something has failed and there's an end to it because right. I've been guilty of going too long in a failing situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have too, um, especially in terms of relationships. Like I've had a tendency to stick with somebody or a situation for longer than I probably should mm-hmm. have. Not necessarily even, you know, pe- like people that I dated before or whatever, um, just because I have this little thing like I always before I quit something or move on to something else, I, I do always want to feel like that I'm especially in a relationship that I gave it everything and like Mm -hmm. did my best for my own like conscience, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times when you're like that, I think you're like that too. It causes you to probably stick with a job or a person or whatever the case may be longer than maybe, maybe you should. Yeah. And that's, that's a, um, I think it is good to give it your 100% and be able to walk away with a clear conscience, but I have done that to the extent to where it was terrible for me like because it was way past the point yeah. that it needed to go. And if I had cut my losses and said, hey, this failed. Yeah. Let's go ahead and walk away. Right. And realize I can start again, but this has officially failed. And you don't want to stay in a situation that it has failed and continues to fail. Right. So I think that's a good point to realize when you have failed and to yeah. be, to, to cut your losses before you go too far down that, that trail. It's okay to fail. Right. But don't stay in that failure and make yourself believe that it's working or it's going to work. Well, and certainly if it's a situation or a person or whatever it is that you're not to the point that you are ready to walk away or, or say it's a goal that you're trying to accomplish, right? right. But you keep failing, mm-hmm. you evaluate and cut your losses, but also reevaluate and think, okay, how can I approach this differently? Mm-hmm. How can I, I don't I don't want to completely quit this that I'm working on or that I'm I'm trying to do here. So let me let me kind of see how I can change courses and come at it from a different direction. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're just you can't you can't see the forest for the tree, so to speak. Right. You get locked into doing something a certain way. And if you kind of back up and say, OK, wait a minute, this is not working. So let me let me reevaluate, adjust my sales and see if I can come at it from a different direction. Yeah, I think that's one thing that failures do for us is help us gain perspective because it doesn't mean that like, I mean, we since we said about marriage, it doesn't mean that you didn't get married again or didn't want to get married again. You just may have taken a different approach, chosen right. a different person, you know, worked through things differently. Um, so that's that's another good thing about failure is that like, what can you learn from it? How can you gain perspective And then you carry that with you when you try again, whether you have the same goal or a different goal in mind, 
it's always good to say, what did I learn from that failure? Because if you don't learn anything from the failure, it's not a good thing. (laughs) I was just going to repeat the process. Yeah, I was was just going to say, you know, the main thing to take away from something when you when you do fail is to learn, allow yourself and make sure that you're open enough to learn from the situation. Mm -hmm. And don't just walk away with it with your head down and your tail tucked between your legs. Mm -hmm. Learn something from it and say, okay, I failed, but my life's not over. Like I can still, I can still move forward. And let's see, what did I learn from this? So I don't make the same mistake again. Yes, absolutely. Well, and it's okay to change your mind too. If you don't have if you fail at something, you, you might want to go back into the same thing, whether it's a business or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you learn something from it, then chances are you're going to be have a better chance of being successful the second time around. But it's also OK to change your mind and not do that same thing again. Yeah. Whether it was a business you were going into or a relationship with a certain person, it's OK to change courses and change your mind. And that may be what you learned from it is hey, I'm not going to do that business or, hey, I'm not going to continue that relationship with that person. Yeah. The important thing is just that you don't that you don't quit altogether, that you continue to set goals for yourself, even though you may have to take a little breather. You may have to set back. You may have to, you know, reevaluate the situation. But, you know, continue to set goals and remember your why. To me, that's always something to go mm-hmm. back to. Why are you trying to do this specific thing? Like mm-hmm. get to the heart and soul of why you're trying to do whatever it is that you're trying to do that's important to you. And a lot of times that will give you after failure, going back and searching for your why and, and keeping that close to your heart will give you you know, the motivation and inspiration to, to try again, to yeah. get back up after you fall. So, yeah, because it's hard to get back up after it is after you fail. And I think that's another good point is to give yourself time, because sometimes you just need a breather and you need a break before you do. I mean, even sometimes before you do the reflection or you learn the lesson, you need a break to just be <laughs> Yeah, because it's hard. It's hard to go through a failure, especially if it's something you've really put your heart into that, you know, like the bigger you are, the harder you fall sort of thing. Mm -hmm. If it's something you're really passionate about or it's something catastrophic like the end to a relationship or a business. I mean, you and I have been in a business together that failed. Yeah, it takes a minute. It does. It does. We had a huge family business. Mm -hmm. And um, back when everything crashed in 08, you know, we were we were super successful. Things were going great. And um, in, in no time, it just kind of crashed and burnt. And mm-hmm. it sucked because we lost a lot. Um, you know, it, it's well, it was hard. our livelihood. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I was going to say it. It's hard when you've worked that hard on something and built it to a point to see it just crumble before you. It can be pretty detrimental to you, especially like you said, it's your livelihood. Like, yeah. okay, what do I do now? Like, well, and when you're all in that together, yeah, you don't even like. <laughs> whereas maybe you would have come to me or I would have come to you. We were in that together, so right. it's like, well, what are we going to do now? Yeah, and there were a lot of factors that caused that failure that were completely out of our control. It was a a recycling business and our it it was purely based on the markets and everybody knows what the markets did in 08. And obviously that was out of our control, but we still learned a lot from that and how to prepare for catastrophic things, which we weren't really prepared for. And so looking back, we learned a ton. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, you always have 2020 vision when you look in your rear view mirror, right? Like it's, it's when you're 
in the heat of the moment or when you're in the middle of something, you can't always see as clearly. Looking back on that, I see a lot of ways that we could have done things differently. Sure. You know, a lot of it was in within our control. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I think there's like a chain reaction when something crazy happens like that. There's like a chain reaction. So you have to learn to focus on the things that you can control Mm -hmm. and let the things go that you can't. And and when it comes to failure, um, that's super important to remember because that domino effect can like totally wipe you out if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, I think that um, any, any time that you have something like that and you do have the domino effect and you have a large, a big failure, it, I mean, it, it can, knock the breath out of you yeah because I remember feeling like that like what now because it had been years of building this business and Mm -hmm. it had become extremely successful we had expanded and yes yeah and so it it, it, when it when it failed it it failed big yeah you know and um that that is important to let yourself recover I remember having a period of time where I just needed to not be involved in business at all. I needed to sit back and I didn't want to go. That's a good example of changing your mind and not wanting to go do the same thing again. But we say it all the time and I'm going (laughs) to say it again. I'm never going to quit saying it. We're never going to quit saying it. Gratitude. Yeah. And thinking about what I learned from that and how I was grateful that I still had certain things in my life and I was grateful for what I was grateful for, Mm -hmm. you know, helped me help me get out of that funk and carry on. And then that's when I went and kind of changed paths and I became a trainer and started my personal training business and was very successful um, with that. That one didn't fail. I just had a kid and changed courses. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, and that brings up the point that I said, like in the very beginning, sometimes a failure is really a blessing in disguise. So you would think like, okay, how can your business that you've worked years of your life, you've given years of your life to, you know, it was a family business that you built together that mm-hmm. you were proud of. How can that failing be a blessing? Well, I look back at that and it was a huge blessing because that's not really what I wanted to be doing with my life. And God had better plans for both of us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get caught up into what we want or what we think we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And we kind of like put God in the background Mm -hmm. instead of in the forefront. Yeah. And we're so hard headed that sometimes he has to allow something like that to happen to change your course or change your direction because he's like, no, you're not where you need to be. So here, let me just, let me knock knock the ground out from under you and let you stumble a little bit so that you can get back up and see a little clearly. Yeah, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was just, um, I, I did a post a little while back um, about a poem that I like. John Rodell is the the author. He's mm-hmm. a he's a very talented um, writer, and it's about a man um, talking to God. He has a book called Hey John. Or hey God, hey John. It's where it's just a compilation of all these conversations he has with God about all these different things in life. And this particular one was him talking to God and talking about I'm breaking apart, like fix me. And and the to summarize it, it's basically God saying like you're not broken, you're dropping off the pieces and look hard at those pieces because you might not want to pick those pieces back up. You're becoming who you're meant to be. And failures like that a lot of times are our perception of failure 
So sometimes I think we perceive something as failure, like you said in the beginning, but maybe that's just us breaking off the pieces of our life, getting rid of the people, the things that we're not meant to do so that we can take on the pieces of the things that, that we are meant to do. And so at the end of the day, is that really failure? You know, sometimes we just think it's failure. And I mean, yes, technically our business failed, but we left it behind because that's not really what we were meant to do. Exactly. Well, and again, I I mean, I think that's why it's important to, to have your faith intact and to have a a relationship with, with, you know, your higher power, because, Mm -hmm. That to me is the most like important thing that will help guide you and help you make it through failures, because then you can you are able and I love that poem that you're talking about, because, you know, even though Darren, he wrote that poem like he was falling apart and he was so mm-hmm. worried that like everything like he's just like what like I'm there's not going to be any more of me left. Mm-hmm. And God's like, just hold on, hold on. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing something here. Yeah. You know, and that's why it's important to me to have to have that kind of surety and faith because you you know, you have that trust that no matter what, OK, my whole world's falling apart. Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to eat? Mm-hmm. Like my business just crumbled and that's how I'm taking care of my family. Um but you know, deep down, like, okay, I'm going to be okay. There's something better. Like this is, I'm not where I need to be right now. So that is a, um, that that's probably one of the best ways to, to get through a failure is to have that belief and to understand that you are going to get through it and something, something else is better. Something else is waiting Mm -hmm. on you. You just have to find, find your direction. Yeah, and just because something failed does not mean you are a failure. No, no, no. You were not a failure just because you did something that failed. Again, the mere fact that you tried and you put that much effort into something it shows that you're not a failure. I mean, to me, failures never try anything. Right. You know, I think it's it's way more of a fail to not try and not take the risk and not be passionate and put your heart into something. So... Always keep that in mind that a failure does not uh, something that failed does not mean you're a failure. No, and 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 if you look at it like this, okay, so I tried something, it didn't work out, but who did I meet while I was trying that? Like mm-hmm. who did who did I meet? What did I learn? Mm-hmm. Um, how did my life change? Or like, am I in a different circle now? Like, look at, this goes back to gratitude, really. Just look at the positive things that you gained from that. Because a lot of times, I mean, I'm a firm believer that sometimes you will fail to do a certain thing. And even though you fail at it, like you said, it's not, it may not even necessarily be a failure because it sent you in a direction that you would Mm -hmm. not have gone had you not tried that specific thing or met that or had a relationship with that person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course, you know, that's my positive brain thing. <laughs> it's all okay. Failure's fine. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's the thing is that in the time it was a failure because it, it was something that failed. But in the long run, you can look back retrospectively and say, hmm, that, maybe that wasn't such a big failure after all because, you know, look where I am now. Well, and remember just to pat yourself on the back because you did try. Like you said, it's so much better to have to try yeah. than to not try you put your heart and work and and whatever it may be into something and you tried really hard and as adults we walk around a lot and we do a lot of things but I don't think we get that much um 
applause. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like with our kids, um, oh, great, you did a good job. But, you know, when you're younger and stuff, I feel like you get a pat on the back a little bit more. Right. But we don't we don't get a lot of that as an adult. We work hard. We do things. Yeah. And we don't get that, hey, great job. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so sometimes you have to do that for yourself. Just pat yourself on the back and say, hey, you know what? I did, I did a hard thing. It didn't work out, yeah. but I'm going to reset. I'm going to start calling you every month and saying, yay, you paid your bills this month. Yay, you fed your family this month. Yay, you took your kid to school. Please do that. I want you to do that. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, I love that. (laughs) It is funny, though, because, you know, little kids from the time they're little babies, you know, everybody will clap. Mm -hmm. Oh, he he did this or he said that. Yeah. And it's like that cheers on the little kid to keep going like, oh, I'm just so proud of myself. You're the greatest artist. You're the greatest in school. You're the greatest at sports. You can do anything you want to do. Yes. Yeah. We we do lose that as adults mm -hmm. and we, we, we need it still. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why like personal development and books and podcasts and things like that are so important because we don't have that same support system anymore. You're just expected to do all the things that you're supposed to do and don't you feel so exhausted sometimes and like you work so hard and there's nobody around to go hey good job kid I see you (laughs) you know yes I mean I feel like that like gosh I work so hard nobody's saying (laughs) you did good Yeah, I mean, we all need uh, we all need encouragement, especially after you have been through through something that you failed at or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're feeling down. You do Mm -hmm. need you do need that encouragement. Mm -hmm. Well, another great thing about failures and learning from them is you don't tend to do that trash again. (laughs) Exactly. You know, like you learn. So you learn you have the failure. You acknowledge you have the failure. You cut your losses. But then if you really learned from it, you're not going to make that mistake again. Hopefully. Right. Because otherwise you didn't learn from it, obviously. Yeah. Some people don't, unfortunately. I've seen people make that mistake too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we've probably all been guilty at some point of thinking, well, just let me try again. Mm -hmm. Let let me just try one more time. Mm -hmm. But this goes back to like, okay, you can try again, but please try something different. Right. Because it's obviously... Or it's obvious that the first thing you tried didn't work. So don't waste your time and yeah. life and energy trying the same thing that you know is not going to work. Yeah, learn, that, that learn goes from back the to being realistic, too. Yeah. Of, of knowing when to say it was a failure and to take a different direction. Because it is very easy to set your expectations a certain way and say, no, but I have this goal. Right. And to keep doing the same thing over and over. And that's why it's so important to learn from your failures and to have a different perspective when you come come out of them well and also if you are trying if you are trying something and Mm -hmm. you have big goals and big dreams and you're trying to accomplish something to make the world a better place or you know you're trying to achieve a certain place of success in your job or you're trying to get your relationship to a certain point please make sure that you learn how to drown out the critics and ignore them because anytime that you try to do something that's maybe um maybe you're trying to do something that's a little a little more than the average person does that's a little a little bit out of like the everyday you know life that we all live mm-hmm. you're going to have people that are going to criticize you mhm Sometimes the people that criticize you are the closest, the people the closest to you. Sometimes it may be random crazies, 
But then sometimes it may be people really close to you. It could be they're they're scared that you're going to fail and they don't want to see you get hurt. It could be they're jealous of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It could be they're afraid that you're going to be successful and yeah. leave them behind. Mm-hmm. So you have to do what's right for you and learn to quiet the critics in your mind. Yeah, it, ignore them altogether is what I say, because I know that's hard to do, but anyone that's that's continuously criticizing you close or from afar is obviously something's wrong because yeah. if you're just sitting around criticizing someone, especially after they failed, then that's something, you know, that you need to go work on. <laughs> right. And you have to ignore that because just because it's a criticism doesn't make it true. Yeah. And you mentioned a couple of different types of people and how they criticize. And have you ever, like, sometimes people just criticize openly. Yeah. And they're freaking mean. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. some people are just trolls and they're like, you know, whether they're criticizing you online or whatever. Some people passively aggressive, passive aggressively criticize you. Yeah. You know, those are my favorite kind of people. Oh, yeah. So um, (laughs) because I I have more respect for the person that will just come right out and criticize you than one that will low-key criticize you and not take responsibility for it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But... some people just want to see you fail is what I'm saying Yeah, for different reasons. Like you said, maybe they're threatened and they don't want to get, see you get to a certain place. Uh, Have you ever been around those people that want to see you be successful as long as it doesn't outrank them? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like a low key critic, right? They'll they'll cheer you on until you move past them. Mm -hmm. And then if you move past them, then it makes them, I guess, feel worse about themselves and so they want to drag you back down and they're not proud of you anymore. And that's yeah. why I'm saying ignore the criticism because obviously that's something that person needs to work on. Right. Not you. Right. Not you. That's not your Because you're trying and you're failing. Yeah. And it's one thing if people want to give construct- constructive criticism to help sure. you. Sure. Obviously accept that and that's a good thing. But I just say ignore them, especially the mean people. What about the I told you sowers? <laughs> I don't like those either. No. Like, I told you that wasn't going to work. I told you that was going to fail. Like, You're the reason some mammals eat their children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, what point is that serving, though? I told you. Oh, I, good. I think, Where's our applause yeah, button? I think good it's, for you. I think it's there. <laughs> I think it's for their old self gratification. That's the only thing I can think of is like to make them feel like, yeah, I was right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how bad is that to like, want to feel right for somebody failing or something going wrong for somebody like again that is on them that is not your problem so I mean don't be a tiny piece of hell as a human (laughs) and (laughs) criticize other people all the time and be mean but that's why you have to ignore them because that will distract you that will be um it's just it's not going to do anything for your path to success no no. to pay attention to people that are sitting around criticizing you so yeah yeah move on ignore them move past the critics well and after you get past a failure you need inspiration right yes you need inspiration yes so tuning back into your happy place Mm -hmm. is a really good thing to do after failure yeah well, a lot of times, too, I think it's important just to you said something earlier about give yourself a rest. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need a minute to like go hang out with your friends or go be with your spouse or your kids or your family or or go be by, by yourself. But whatever it is that like makes you happy and where you can kind of recharge and refocus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to your happy place. Don't yeah, let it completely just, destroy you and drag you down. That really inspires you and energizes you. It can be hard after a big failure to to want to start again. Mm-hmm. And so finding your happy place, whether that's your creativity or that, you know, just finding that place that makes you happy is a really good, it gives you a really good spark to start over again. Yeah. Because that can up. be daunting to think about starting over or doing right. something totally different after a failure. Yeah, it can. But also, it's. I think the main thing to remember too is that look back at like where you came from. You're like, okay, I failed at this particular thing, but I'm so much stronger. I'm so much wiser than I was. Mm -hmm. Again, what did I learn? What am I thankful for? And it opens your mind up to not just focus on what didn't go right, but Mm -hmm. what has gone right. And what you can be thankful for and what you learned. And it's part of the process. It is. You can't, you're not going to do anything big or meaningful or anything in life really. Um, you're not going to try at anything and not experience some failure. Yeah. That's part of the process. And I think that lessens the blow if you think of it that way. Well, this, you know, you're going to fail sometimes and yeah. it's just part of it. It's part of trying to achieve something. Yeah. Is that sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But if you if you look at it that way, it can help you keep moving, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, like you said earlier, gratitude. I know we say it so many times, but it's so important. Just just finding that gratitude just puts a, a whole new spin on on all of it, puts the positive back into it. And it helps you find all of those things. It helps you find um, the lessons mm-hmm. and helps you find your happiness again. Yes. You know, it helps you refocus. So, well, refocus is a big thing that that word alone, refocus your energy on the things that are going right, because you can, you can fail and then keep going back to that failure. Oh, look, I failed, you know, going back to the past. Well, I'll tell you something that'll make you feel better too. What's that? Um, take a minute sometime to just google people who have failed but then were ultimately really successful yeah i love there are some of the best stories out there of some of the most well-known people and successful people that we know Mm -hmm. that have failed over and or that failed over and over before they became successful and you know it's part of their process i love i love you know it's part of the journey it's part of the process because if you can learn to look at everything in life that way and remember that that's just part of your journey. Like mm-hmm. my journey is not your journey. Your journey is not mine. We fall. We fail. But the important part is that we get back up and then we try again. Yeah. And I think what you said about successful people, I think the most successful people in life are the ones who have failed the most because they're probably trying to achieve the most. They're right. probably the big dreamers. Yeah. And that is another thing. Allow yourself to dream big. Give yourself permission to dream as big as you want. I know we've said before tips about, you know, keeping realistic goals and don't bite off more than you can chew. And that's true. But that doesn't mean that you can't dream big and have a huge goal. Just break that down into bite-sized pieces 
and realistic pieces, but dream big. Speaking of getting your inspiration back, a lot of times that can be so inspiring when you let yourself dream as big as you want and you can visualize yourself in this place yeah. of doing big things. Keep going back. Don't let failure keep you from dreaming big and seeing big things in your future because that's, I mean, that's that's how you're going to keep failing and getting back up again is if you keep that inspiration and that visualization of your dreams. Yeah, you know, I love one of my favorite quotes is from Les Brown. I don't I don't I've seen him speak in person a couple of times and I just yeah. love him. But um, it, there's a quote from him that I just it's one of my favorites. It says, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just love that because, yeah, dream big. Let yourself have big goals. Let yourself have big dreams, because again even if you don't shoot your intended target you're still you might not end up where you thought you were yeah going to but well you may end up somewhere much better stars isn't a bad place to be no i'll take it yeah i'll take it any day so i love that because i'm i've always been a really big dreamer and again you can get criticized for that you can sit say i've been i've been called all of it your head's in the clouds you need (laughs) to get your feet back on the ground you know that's not how reality that's not how life is that's not how life works that's never gonna work and i ignored them (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but dreaming big resonates with me because like that's who I am as a person and people don't understand that dreaming big it doesn't mean you're unrealistic if you dream big you can dream huge and still have very realistic like a very real realistic system to get there right but what would life be without the big dreamers oh my gosh where would we be I know think about how much we have advanced as a civilization just Mm -hmm. in the last 20 or 30 years Look at how much we've advanced. Granted, some things have not gotten better, <laughs> but overall, yeah, I think that you know we've made so many advances in medicine and mm-hmm. technology and so many things. And it's not the people who are sitting at home saying, "Oh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's never going to work. Don't try that." Those are not the people that are making that happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the people that are saying, "What if? What mm-hmm. if? What if that would work? Let me try that." Yeah, don't ever let don't 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 tell yourself this first of all that you have to quit dreaming big because you keep failing, but also don't ever let anyone else tell you that because that's not their dream and they don't have the right. Like don't give them permission to tell you your big dreams don't matter mm-hmm. or they're unattainable because that is one well, first of all it's just not the case. <laughs> I mean, what they could be viewing as something that you're never going to reach, you you can and will reach that if you keep dreaming and keep failing and keep getting back up again yeah and so yeah well and if you can if you can learn to take like criticism and those things if you can learn to take that as more power or more wind for your sails Mm -hmm. it can actually help you go farther because Mm -hmm. i like to take little things like that and say (laughs) because i'm pretty hard-headed yeah okay you don't think that'll work Mm -hmm. let me show you Mm -hmm. let me show you what i can really do yeah sometimes it fuels your fire to just go on because if you truly believe something and know something's going to work and it's Mm going to happen it's not anybody else's place to tell you that it's not going to happen yep that's right so yeah if you fall Skin your knees, get back up, dust them off, keep mm-hmm. going, mm-hmm. keep going. You know, support too. That's one. That's one more thing I want to mention. Having the support after 
a failure yeah and having the support of people that say dream big go chase your dreams have your goals um get up and dust yourself off that support system is really really important to have the people in your life that I mean we're talking about the critics but I hope I hope people aren't just surrounded by those types of people, even though you're bound to get some yeah. along the way. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes they're the people closest to you for whatever reason, <sighs> you know, and you want to think that it's not coming from somebody who's close to you. You want to think that it's not um, a malicious mm-hmm. thing that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it is somebody close to you, it may just be that they're scared Mm-hmm. you know, for, for your safety or scared that you're going right. to get hurt or right. scared that you're going to leave them behind. So, yeah. you know, you have to take all those things into consideration, but you know, to touch on what you just said, we, we always talk about your circle and how mm-hmm. important that is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you are surrounded by a lot of people that are kind of dragging you down and not encouraging you and telling you what you're doing is wrong or mm-hmm. it's not going to work or whatever the case may be, you might need to um, find some, new people in your life because there are people out there who who will believe in what you're doing and who will encourage you and who will be there to back you up and to support you Mm -hmm. so for for every person who's a critic there's there's an encourager out there too right and and you know if it is someone close into your life that's that's being critical it, there's no shame in leaning away from that person and leaning into the people that are supporting you amen because again i mean ignoring them is what I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ignore them. All in all failure is part of it and it's okay. It's hard in in it. And it's like, it's not that it's, it's an easy thing to get through, but you can get through it. And there are ways to have a different perspective on it and to do better so that you fail enough until you succeed. Exactly. Keep shooting for the moon. Bye.